Hey, 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 it's AMMA and beyond. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thank you so much for everyone who listens. Thank you so much to everyone who leaves five-star ratings. Please, please, please keep doing it. It's how other people find us on this special day, Ray Longo. What a touching note you wrote. Happy birthday to the Hall of Famer, Matt Sarah. Very, very heartfelt, but a happy birthday to my buddies. Like, again, I meant every word I said, you know, definitely... Since the day I met him, we've been laughing, having a good time, wondering when this shit was going to end, and it never has, so we're just going to keep going with it. But uh, he's the American dream, you know? He came from nothing and uh, built himself up. Hard work, sacrifice, watched him live in his schools, build up those academies, believe in himself, you know? You know, just sacrificed a lot, man. Took the money from his winnings, kept investing in himself and his belief, and... uh, you know, like, again, ended up marrying a beautiful girl. He's got a beautiful family. Always puts family first, which is rare today. Yeah, just a good dude, man. Really and, good dude. And, I mean, to have a friend for, I don't know, what is it, 27 years, 25 years, it's uh, crazy. A, you know I mean? Like it's, to yeah, it's, I mean, to have to be going that, that long. Like, you know, I still have high school friends, obviously, but not to the extent of, uh, you know, working together and having a team and, you know, just uh, he's a good dude, man grounded solid guy man so enjoy so your birthday. birthday to him one yeah. of those happy one of the birthday sir i think he's that... one of the reasons that mma is anywhere in long island without a doubt yeah. i mean you know i said that i think last year he paved the way for sure everybody did. to you know have a dream believe it and go for it and i think he did man he definitely uh you know the biggest underdog in ufc history i don't know if that still holds up but he was a so. huge underdog yeah huge point. underdog and uh and a big yeah. impact. I mean, he seems I to pick so, up yeah. even a bigger following since leaving. The yeah, US right. And the guy that proves yeah. that if you brand yourself and you have a bit of a personality, yeah. this shit never stops. You know Likeable, what I mean? He might be more popular now yeah. than when he was fighting. Yeah, you know? that's what I, I think mean. so. Pick up a bigger is. following. You know, so, that's a testament uh, to who he is. So happy birthday, yeah. Matt Sarah. Happy birthday, Sensei. Look who I have next to me here. Wow. This the is... great Shendi is back. Welcome back, Shendi. Thank you. Shendi, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Shendi, we are so excited. You know, there's people out there that they say that once they've been on this podcast, it's like a life-changing experience. Would you agree with that? Since absolutely, the, absolutely, I'm not, that's what I'm talking life. about. You've been on this podcast. Stop me all the time. <laughs> Shendi's a, a world traveler. She's she's dedicated to refining, improving, and enhancing her craft. She she took a trip. Where you been since since last? So for those of you who don't remember, one of our earlier episodes, Shendi came on, and Shendi trains here at the gym and has an incredible story of of growing up in a religious family, um, uh, what some of us would consider kind of culty and extreme. And she went went over it and how she grew out of it and and escaped, for lack of a better term, uh, and had to give up a, a, a lot to, to do that and believe in herself, and she's been traveling. Where have you been since, Shandy? Just burped out my ear. Oh, wow. Well, it's better than burping in the microphone. So... <laughs> wow. Okay. Would you rather I burp in the microphone for the listeners? I mean, you're used to me, Shandy. <laughs> If I'm going to be gross, oh, I'll be gross to you. Right, okay. Okay. We might have to have an <laughs> intervention. Edit, edit, All right, uh, Shendi uh, is the so guest. You're here just... John, I'm from England. We don't first even of all, you're here for comic relief, so let her talk like, for a while. Uh, so am I from England? Come on, Shendi. <laughs> okay. So, so she, she came here. You shared your story with us. Um, it was Most of us who train with you see you, and we see how, how dedicated you are, but we didn't know what a story you had. Very, very impressive. 
And then you left. Where'd you go? So I started out in Thailand. I was there for like a month. I had two fights. Then I went to Japan, had a fight. Then I went to Austra- went back to Thailand, went to Australia. Because I had a broken nose, so I went to like recover a little bit. Then I went, so you recovered in Australia? I did, yes. Nice. And then I went back to Thailand. Um, and then I went, I think, back to Australia, then like Malaysia and, and Singapore, and then went to Israel. And then I came back to New York. You're yeah. a world traveler. And I tell you what, traveler. your nose looks great from being broken a couple of times. <laughs> Thank Fantastic. You very much. Thank you. So, so <laughs> the guy is just unbelievable. He's, he's I mean, he can't control Craig, I have it. I am so on the edge. You seen me last know, night at the fights. I'm out of my mind right now. So it's so weird because I listen to this podcast every week, no matter where I am. And now I'm like next to you, and it's like this is actually like <laughs> it's so right. much harder to deal with it in yeah, like right. real in, life. Than, like, it, it is. It is actually hard to deal it with is. when you're even. Two hundred thousand miles away. Though. It's not easy, <laughs> right? And now you're you're actually a foot away, and the guy burped in your ear because he's got the cooth of a fucking clothespin. He's the man. Uh, My nickname is Manimal. It's not accountant. It's not the gentleman. It's, the gentleman. it's not the accountant. It's the man. True too. Yeah. It is the, you know, it is the man. You get what you. You know, you get he what you see is what you get here. Yeah, watch out, Chandy, because he might oh, actually. Oh, three piece. That yeah, three piece leopard print suit. Did you see the leopard print suit? Nobody's seen it. Oh, be careful, so Shen, because the manimal might actually just shit on the floor next to you. Because that's what <laughs> I he might does. Pee He's a manimal. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's Shen, normal. So you travel, but this is you your go territory, to Thailand. So I wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, you I, pick up you. a fight right away. Do they? Is it? Is it a different world in which they just throw you in, or they ask you? I had you, a or? fight like I think six days after I arrived. Yeah. Now you know the coaches. Like you have coaches, you know there, right? So when you go there, they're already looking for a fight for you, or is that no, the way it, it works? It doesn't work like that there. So how does it work? If you come there, and f- I mean, I went back. My coach didn't know me, so he just was like, "You're fighting on Friday." I was like, "All right," you know, is what it is. Uh, do they have like strict weight classes there? Is there an athletic commission? Is this, I've never is this been. This a to- trick question. No, no, I've never been to Thailand. I'm curious. No, they have I actually no am curi- athletic commission. I mean, I'm they just probably actually curious. do. I've never been to Thailand. I've never fought well, in they- Thailand. I'm curious. So I watched some of it, and it seemed like some of it seemed fair, and some of it you did really, really well in. There's one that stands out to me that. It looked like you got pummeled by someone a lot bigger than that you. That was a Japanese that, fight, right? Was that pancreas? Where was that no. one? Where was that one? It seemed like you had a... a oh, and I had a really Yeah, big you just took a after. beating from someone that was huge. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, you had those puffy eyes after. Oh, yeah. Well, I beat her back also, so... <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't the, that's the like fighter's mindset there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. she was a lot bigger. She was she like was, 12 kilos. More, which is probably like 25 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot bigger. Yeah. 20, could you imagine a 25 pound weight discrepancy here? It would never, like, yeah, if there's a five pound weight discrepancy, we yeah. But this thing about Thailand, it's all about entertainment and it's all the tourists come to see the fights, so it's it's different. It's huh. they want exciting fights. If two people are the same size, it's usually going to go to a decision and it'll just be boring. Like, wow. they want to see a big person, a small person, that so, just makes it exciting. So, what uh, you're saying is they have a responsible athletic commission. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you've never seen an athletic commission official at a tie fight? I mean, they have like referees who wear the same logo on the shirt. I guess that's. No, like someone that like checks your hand, wraps. No, signs, no oh, one shit. does that. <laughs> so, you guys could be wrapping up in like yeah. whatever. Yeah. wild Cindy you're wild I love it yeah, well she's uh, definitely learning so you you learn so uh, are the are the styles in the different countries really distinct yeah 
Like, I fought someone from China, she was very different. Then I fought someone from Venezuela, who was different. And I fought a Thai person. Everyone has their attributes and their weaknesses, their strength, you know? Did you focus on anything in particular? Focus on clinching. Because if you if you aren't good at clinching, if you're a strong puncher and you don't know how to clinch, no one, if you're a strong puncher, no one wants to stand there with you, so they'll just grab onto you. So if you're a strong puncher, you have to be a good clincher. It kind of goes hand in hand. So mm-hmm. that's always like my main focus is clinching, but it's hard, but yeah. Do you usually have better hands, better boxing than most of the Thai fighters? Um, usually yes, but occasionally you get one girl whose like hands are like fire. Hmm. That was American slang. Fire. That fire. is American Straight slang. Straight fire. Speaking of fire, Ray Longo, what a weekend for the gym. What a weekend for the team, for the Sarah Longo team. What a great, great feeling. Everybody, everybody performed i mean just it was a great weekend of performances and i think there was one of the questions we'll get to lay like are you do how do you feel you feel great i mean winning is is a great feeling (laughs) winning is great and there were a lot of guys that really for the first time really put the time in and uh you know did everything right so it's good to see that you know by doing things right and training the right way you come away with a w and uh i don't know i mean that kid uh uh, Nas is oh. nasty, you know what I mean? And he won, he won uh, quickly. Caught him with, yeah, the, with the, know, the left, right? Caught him with a great left hand. Like a that straight left. He's really got great leverage on, on his punches, uh, beautiful range, you know, great instincts for fighting. I think, you know, again, if he keeps his uh, head on straight and he hangs out with the right people, his, his future will be bright. He's very know? hardworking in the gym. And uh, Charlie was, you know, did what Charlie does. He fucking mangled the guy up in the first <laughs> round. And hats off to whoever, I can't think of his name, but what a tough kid because he survived and, you know, tried to make a fight out of it. But, man, did he take a beat in that first round. So I thought they could have. I was watching yeah. it. They almost could have stopped it. You know, but, I, again, they, they could have, but, but the kid did come back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they did yeah. make the right decision. You know, that's always the – Yeah, uh, he's a gamer. That's, a, it's a, that's where it gets tricky. But there were some times where Charlie was pummeling that kid, but he was always moving – Always looking to escape. So, I mean, I think they did the right thing. And it was good to see Charlie get four, uh, three rounds Go of three good rounds, work. Right. So that's going to be good for his growth in the future. Mm-hmm. And Big Eddie, man, like, again, man, he didn't didn't have to make weight. He walked in on weight. And I think that was a huge, huge thing in that victory. And Matt went over some takedown defenses with the Kimura. And uh, the kid was, uh, I think, a Division two. All-American, and he really maybe got Eddie down once, but for the most part, Eddie stopped his attack. He looked great on his feet. Uh, had a, a really just a great fight because without the conditioning and without, I believe, you know, like cutting 20 pounds in the last day, right. I'm not sure that's happening. So hopefully he stays on track with the weight. And, you know, we had a great uh, training partner, Matt Dino was, I think, I think he was a county champ or – but he's huge, strong, athletic. Yeah, he's, the, the guy's, you know, really was a huge help with uh, that. And, you know, a couple other guys, Jay Bouncer helped out a little bit. I saw him last night. So some other big guys helping out with Eddie because he's huge. <laughs> right, he's man. So he's big, a handful. You can't be deep. like small and hold pants for that guy because he's, he's freaking huge. And uh, so those guys at the ring of combat, I mean, it was just a great night. It was a clean sweep. And. You know, like again, as a coach, it's just good to see that they all did the right thing, and they're all they're on their way, man. They all if they if they want it, and they do the right thing, every one of those guys could be successful. And if any of you missed uh, any of those fights, the Ring of Combat was available on UFC Fight Pass. 
Yeah, which is a big deal, too. So it was great. Get, they, they got the exposure and all of that stuff. And then last night, man, we crushed it again. Uh, Pumi won a title. Uh, he looked great. Kelvin won a title. He was he was great, man. His takedowns were fucking unbelievable against a really big, strong striker who uh, just, he, just, just he stayed the course, man. He was consistent. And uh, Damien had a knockout. And Darnell, you know, he fought a good fight. He just got caught and then... You know, he filled in for uh, another guy that didn't take the fight, so he kind of went in on the last minute. So Props it kind of stinks because the kid had great jujitsu, comes from a great camp, and uh, that kid's a black belt yeah, black belt, yeah, yeah legitimate black belt. And, uh, and he know, landed good shots in yeah, that fight. It was defending yeah. the takedown. Well, listen, it happens. Yeah, so. But man, I'm so excited. I've been training a lot but, with uh, with those kids. And holy then... Jesus Christ! No, no, no I'm kidding. No, are you kidding? We're in the middle of It's not about. You'll get your chance. Two weeks, you're gonna get your chance. I'm, I'm just you know, saying, I love these kids. The kids are great, you know. Pumi was on fire <laughs> all over the kid. Uh, I mean, no, really, you know. there might have to be an intervention. Shendi, I mean, come on. Shendi, help looked, me out, Shendi. I'm just going to talk right through you. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Damien looked great. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and I was happy that Kelvin stuck to, to the, <laughs> you know, stuck to his takedowns. He didn't. I don't have anything to crunch now. Hold on. Wait, what about... Yeah, that's good. No, that's perfect. That's good. On, no. uh, right, let's, let's move on. And then on, Kelvin so. looked great. You know, the amateur <laughs> face, those guys look great. It was a good show. <laughs> this can't be happening, Steve. Is it? Is it possible? <laughs> it's happening. Do you, th- you think I'm even more out of my mind than I normally am? I think you're hitting Holy me. fuck. Can we get me a fucking joint already? I think you're hitting how, how far? You're almost 12 like, days. 12 I'm like right there. Buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so hype. I was out of control the last night. I was totally out of control. I actually was so hype. At the fight, how hyped were you? My my whoop measured a workout. Whoop. It thought I worked out. <laughs> oh, it was like it was like, oh, you just hit a workout. I was like, no, I'm just at the fights, fucking bugging out. So, uh, but yeah, Ray's like, you're lying. You have to be on something. I was like, no, I swear, I'm not on anything. No, I was no, like, that's the it. problem. Wow. I need the shit to level me out. He's actually talking for me now. Yeah, just, he is. I'll just he's tell you in the Ray voice. Wait, so he's just going to get some hair extension. He'll be you completely. Oh, well, oh, I wish I had Ray's please. hair. Ray, Ray Longo has the best hair in MMA. All right. You're not getting back in my good graces with a hair compliment. Stop. <laughs> I've okay, I want you to take a deep results. breath. Take a deep breath. So so we had. Oh, oh wait. This is. No, no. Please don't leave. Can you, no, don't just take the keys. Take him. Take him Are you kidding? Get over here. That's that's not fair. My wife doesn't want to take me. My oh, wife came to no, pick up the car. Come on now. No, nah, she doesn't. She she deals enough with me, Ray. I mean, how your problem now? Can we get her on the show? Tammy, I would love to get her on the show. She's so she's so shy. Tammy, you know, opposites attract. Tammy's out of control. Tammy, He's you gotta that. calm me down over here. I'm out of my fucking mind. She knows Bring some already. plastic rubber ducks. <laughs> oh, my rubber duckies are great. You've been wow. calming me so down. I feel like I just was duped. She took the keys and left, and him. left him. I love me. Holy hey, crap. Hey, Ray, you're stuck with me now. So that's it. And he can't even leave because he doesn't have car keys. So think about that. Yeah, I yeah, can't wow. leave. I'm gonna, you, I, well, I have to train tomorrow anyway. Well, Why you'll, you'll, just, you'll just sleep here. I'll sleep here. No, I'm not going to sleep. No? I'm too hype. He's too hype. <laughs> UFC this weekend. Also, UFC in Stockholm. Anthony Smith defeats Alexander Gustafson via submission. Rear naked choke in the fourth round. Who saw that coming? Oh no! No, no I thought you said who saw that. Like, no. oh, I seen the fight. Uh, well, Quiet Man did predict yeah, Anthony Smith. Made the prediction. Did predict, yeah. He made he the prediction. Predict Anthony it. Smith. He didn't say by rear naked choke though. He thought he was going to hit him. You know, I think a lot of people thought if Anthony Smith was going to win, he'd catch him later. He'd, he'd catch him with like power punches, right? But um, 
you know, I thought Gustafson didn't look terrible. He didn't really pull the trigger on a lot of stuff, but he was controlling the range for, I think, three rounds. And then it was really just uh, a little error in the scramble. Anthony Smith took his back and wound up being so heavy pressure-wise on yeah. top that he just kind of... It kind of broke him down. Kind of broke him down. Yeah, he was doing all the right things on the back and caught him in a rear naked choke. And then, uh, Ray, what do you think about Gustafson retiring? Do you think do you think uh, he was just emotional or do you think he really wants to hang it up? No, I think he really wants to hang it up. Yeah. I, my, my concern... Do you go Steve, in thinking that? Well, that's that's my con- that's, that's a question for you because I, I, that's the sad part to me about this. If he had the mindset of retiring before that fight, I mean, that's you just find the out. He said I mean, that before just, the fight. He said, "If I don't win, I'm gonna retire." He yeah, said I think that. that's that. You make a a, a conscious, yeah, yeah right, right, that, that and, that and a only... subconscious promise to yourself that that's the way it's gonna and go. And I think that's really, Manimal, when someone's got you on your back like that, and you know, well, I guess in MMA you're either getting punched or rear naked chokes coming. Yeah. So. So I guess you defending the punch. How does that rear naked choke sink in that way? Are you gasping, trying to open your airwaves a little bit? Like, how does it get in there? I, th- I think what happened is he was defending the punches, right? I mean, Anthony Smith's strong, too. He, he, he just came he's, across. He just and, came across, yeah. And then, and then you're flat. he was flat on his stomach. So that's the worst spot to be in when you're getting choked. Like, you really would rather try to roll... Roll him yeah. onto his back, but get your back to the floor. Right, you're, 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 yeah, he had both basic, hooks. He had really both hard, hooks, man. and he's heavy on top but of him. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's yeah. the thing. I think the old Gustafson is doing that. And oh, I don't you think, think he, he just was like, F it? I'm I, done? I, it kind of looked like he might have just, it, you know, if, if like, again, we're going with the premise that he was already thinking of retiring. You know well, what I mean? Well, so, but then look, wouldn't look, you want to go out? If no, you're thinking of retiring, well, right? here's the thing. Well, that, that's, that's a question for Steve. Well, here's the thing. Steve, like, if you're like, okay, this is my last fight. So if he I, says that he, that as Shendi was saying that before the fight he said hey, if I lose this I'm going to retire. He's already well, thinking if I lose it. He already had a plan B. He already thought it's okay to lose this. Right. That's yeah. my point was if he would have said win or lose this is my last fight. Right. It's my retirement fight. I'm going to give it. This is my last fight no matter that's what. A, right. That's a different story that's than different saying story. if I lose. Yeah, right. You know so what I'm saying? So he's saying, well, if I win, if I lose. But you know what I mean, Steve? That's that's the thing. If uh, this is my last fight. Win or lose. That's a different ball game. Out. Yeah. Right. That's a different ball then game. Having, then, right. then accepting a loss is okay. Because so, I got to tell you, you go in there with win or lose, I'm retiring. I guarantee you have a good performance. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mm-hmm. think anyway. But that that's the only thing that got me is that he, you know, look, as far as retirement, I think he looks like he's just not, he's not with it as much as he was. And he did have his... He did have his shot. I thought he won the John Jones fight, so he was in the big fight. He was great for the sport. I think he represented Sweden great. So Sounds like no, he's super famous over yeah, there, too. So, uh, you know. I think that, that makes it, if, if you can be, if you could be famous, but if you could, if you could continue, if you could then go and open gyms and do that kind of thing over there, and live off this, then sure, it would be enticing to not get hit by people like Anthony Smith. Yeah, right. Go through a hard training camp, yeah. I guess. Because, then... again, everyone, it's a cycle, right? So they're not getting older and weaker. The, the competition's getting younger and stronger. Yeah, right. Without that, <laughs> and I think he's a guy that made a lot of sacrifices. He went from Sweden. He was in California. He was training with Phil Davis over, I think, Alliance. And, you know, he's uh, – you know, some of those guys, you know, they they missed their homesick. You know sure. what I mean? And 
That's a and big families come into play. Yeah, and... Exactly. You know, so he probably I'm going to say he probably did all right financially. I don't know what the cost of living in Sweden is, but he's probably hopefully he's well off. I think he's had a couple of big fights. No, which... he commented. He said that he's done enough like business things. He set himself up yeah. for life after. He's like, I've managed to live the life I wanted. And now it's up to me to decide what to do. So. Yeah. I mean, so uh, we should actually go hit some of the um, there was a there was a question from Tom feedbacks at MMA and beyond dot com. That's MMA and beyond dot com. You could also reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. You can reach me, Steve Maraboli. Manimal, how can they reach you? you guys, you know where to reach me at John the Manimal Beneducci on Instagram. That's probably the easiest place. Did you I've decide that you're going to um, share your weight cut? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Uh, I like people watching me suffer. And I that's think it's on your Instagram? I think I'm going to live stream yeah. my weight cut. Your Instagram's sure. good. Thank you. Your, your I try. I, good. I really try Shendi, to put out like good content too. there. Shendi's is great. Shendi, yeah. Yeah. Can you, uh, I like Shendi's. I know he offered that you could sleep on his couch. Can you videotape that, what that's like, if you do? No, I said she could sleep. I was sleep on the couch. She's sleep in the bed. Oh, so you gave it a bed. Yeah. Oof. I'm a gentleman. If I give you a bit of trivia... Yes, Steve. Sir. Yes, sir. Man, we'll try not to talk for the next five minutes. Let me get this out. Yeah. Can you put your hand over his mouth, Shendi? <laughs> no, no, no. no you don't no. even want to go near him. I don't, I'm sorry, Shendi, you really went up a couple of notches. You could, yes. very perceptive. You're a good profiler. <laughs> so when I was doing the accounting, the company I worked for was Ericsson. It was a Swedish company. That's the arena mm-hmm. they fought sure. at, the Ericsson Arena. So I don't know. I don't know if anybody gives a shit about that, but I did work with a lot of Swedish people, and they were always great. I used to take a lot of, you know, introduce them to new york city when they came over somebody executive had a lot of fun this is unbelievable wow. the guys i do we throw i'm gonna tell you we're gonna throw him off the show this is what's gonna happen and his head because he's a narcissist he's gonna show D-bag. up he's gonna think that we did it here. because we're he's overshining us that's the he's gonna make it about 100%. him hundred no no we gotta I, I gotta tell you he's gonna start a show called the not the mma yeah. and beyond show. why don't you try doing a podcast see i'm mean, we're giving you a platform now this is good for you I know you're allowed to talk now. Go ahead. Oh, Wait, I can talk me, now. Oh, no. oh, Jesus. I was like, he, he you were like, don't talk. I thought you were going somewhere with that story. <laughs> no, I wasn't going anywhere with that. Oh, obviously. It was, it was trivia. Well, I didn't say it was a story. Oh, it was just so trivia. Trivia. Yeah, trivia. Oh, I, I thought you were going. Trivia. Trivia, I thought you were going somewhere with trivia. Uh, highly a question. I thought you were like going somewhere with the story. But trivia itself is just some fun facts. Actually, the trivia was that you were an accountant. That, you know, well, no, so there was a lot of trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ray Longo, being one of the famous people in the MMA world, uh, people will definitely like that. Just like when, when the, the Anakin Florian podcast. Right oh, I don't, I'm I really, beyond already. Yeah, you are beyond. When the Anakin Florian podcast revealed that your uh, middle name is Peter. Uh, I'm sure that That was was a huge deal. deal. Your name is Peter. His middle name. What kind of Italian name is Peter? He's Raymond Peter. Was that like your Christian name? Like, what is that? Is that like your communion name? He's Catholic. Peter. No chance of not being Catholic. My middle name to be Vito. Ray Lago. Or Vinny. No chance of Salvatore. You know? No. Peter? I mean, what is John? St. John, St. Peter. They're oh, equal. Gianni. Gianni. Oh, that's Saint, different. Or St. John. Uh, John yeah, I mean, that's know? as bland as the uh, color of his microphone. John, Wait, everybody's can I finish? John, John Smith. John Smith. What is that, Gianni Smith? I, I want to just get to the question. I want to get to the question, but first, Shendi, 
Should they want? Should people want to follow your endeavors and your travels? Wow! Do you guys hear Love that thunder? Wow. Thunder! In case in you guys are all listening to this, that thunder and storm happening right now. Shendi, where could people follow you, know, you and your travels and your wisdom and your training videos? And I see that you're starting to do like exercise videos. It's a really great idea. What's exercise video? Like when you're oh, doing like your training. Yeah, your you got great pull-ups yeah. too. That's good. Oh, thank you very your much. Your pull-up game is strong. Thank you. Um, Shendi MMA. Shendi underscore MMA. Shendi underscore MMA on Instagram. And again, we'll we'll tag when we post this show. I'm going to go to Tom's question. Tom's question. If you guys remember, we were talking about retirement. And that's what Tom wanted to write about. What do you guys think about fighters retiring in the cage? It seems like it's pretty emotional time for them to be making a statement. I wonder how many guys retired in there and then the next week changed their minds. I think of Rory McDonald for one. Uh, Rose kind of hinted at quitting recently too. Would you advise your fighters to wait till after the fight to make a statement like that? Thanks, guys. Uh, i tell you one thing. I think when you throw your gloves in the octagon, I don't know if anybody's come back after that. I think people have hinted about they're not into fighting right. anymore. But I think when you take your gloves off and throw them in, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's uh, – especially he's in front of his hometown and, you know, he's got the right support there. And uh, I thought that was definitely appropriate. Again, he didn't talk about it and then come back. He took the gloves off. And I think when you do that, I don't know if there's any case where somebody's done that and then they've come back. Right. Who, who's recently um, Uriah Faber? But I think I think the true retirements when you get – pulled out of the USADA cycle and all that, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty much a, I, I, a It's, deal, it's right? interesting what Ray said. When you take your gloves off in the cage, that's like yeah, I think final. That's, I, right? like, I like that. It's uh, like the old finality, wrestler thing, yeah. right? The old wrestler thing was you I, left your shoes on the mat. Yeah, something like that. It's good, man. Yeah, I like that. So Wow. That God's rain is crazy. There's a crazy Monsooning out there. there. What are the monsoons like? <laughs> Thailand, they're horrible. Must be an incredible experience. If you're like that. riding on your motorbike and suddenly it just starts and it's like so scary. It's like sideways rain. It's just, you can't even drive. You become like blind. Shandy, when you're in Thailand, do you cook? Do I cook? Yeah, because yeah, you're an awesome chef. You, what you are, you're so good. She, oh, she made these pecan pralines that were off the charts. I was, yeah, she made, no, she oh could, my yeah, God, she, she could cook. cook. She made, uh, was it cookies for us? Yeah, so good. Yo, Don't so mention good. it. I didn't bring any. Yeah. No, no, I know. Thank you for not bringing them because uh, no, Manimal brought those purpose. bars. No, her stuff is clean. Oh, guys, I, uh, Battle Bars. Battle Bars. Yeah, they're really good. They are good. They taste like Rice Krispie Treats smothered good. in peanut butter. Yeah, Delicious. Uh, and they gave us a code for MMA Beyond. Just MMA, MMA Beyond. Beyond, 10% off on BattleBars.com. Just Battle like the code. Because on it is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Make sure you check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Or, or if you already use on it, use promo code MMA Beyond. Um, so, did you guys watch the, the big upset in boxing? <laughs> Wait, Anthony don't let Josh. us stop. You go out and tell us how it is. No, you could do it. Don't no, 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 seriously. He, he, he quieted, didn't he? It worked. Yeah. yeah. No, no, because I'm really thinking about it. I love being out in the rain. No, jump out there and let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you walk him down there, please? <laughs> Joshua versus Ruiz took place uh, at Madison Square Garden, in New York City. Anthony Joshua was 22 and one. Battled Andy Ruiz, 33 and one, main event, and Ruiz upset Joshua TKO round seven. It was all the hubbub on the uh, internet. 
Any of you catch that? I saw the highlights. I didn't catch the whole fight. It, 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 go ahead, I mean, I, you know what? I don't know if it was that he underestimated Ruiz, but Ruiz actually was throwing really fast hands. Like, I was looking at it, I was like, man, Ruiz is actually quick. He throws loose fast. And um, I know he looks unassuming. Me and Shendi were actually talking about this earlier, that sometimes the person that looks like a little chubby, you know, you it's can't... It's called Don't Judge a Book Bites Cover. Yeah, and he, was, he looked good. He had good conditioning. Anthony Joshua looked... You know, you put the two next to each other, you would say, oh, Anthony Joshua should crush him, but not so. Yeah, you know, I, I thought Ruiz looked good. I mean, I wonder, do you think Anthony Joshua underestimated him, or do you think no, Ruiz had his number? No, no, I just think, like, Anthony Joshua, like, British British boxers, besides Tyson Fury, but they're so um, orthodox. Like, they throw the jab, the jab cross, and the, the Mexican fighters or other fighters, they come out with blitzes, and they well, come I, forward, I like, you put your head I, in your I chest. I think the yeah. Mexican fighters is the key in that word. Those yeah. guys... They all have good chins. They all yeah. have great cardio. I don't care what they look like. I, we've definitely, I've had guys fight guys similar with like chubby builds at a, you know, Mexican. They, they're tough, man. They're, yeah. It's never an easy fight. That you, right. you know, some guys you can, you know, they're soft around the midsection and you could go, eh. But those guys are just, you know, I think because their love of fighting just carries them past that. And they, they usually have great chins. Yeah, they got And they have they, a massive heart because yeah, they usually come heart. from poorer background so they have more of a reason whereas someone you know it's just that's yeah, all their they have fights a high altitude over there which yeah. mexico city's yeah, high altitude yeah, high higher altitude. than colorado yeah. colorado now anthony joshua looked so flustered like throughout the fight he just looked like he couldn't get his bearings and it was like the mexican fighter like he was just coming at him with like long combos and anthony was just like Covering up, he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah, and then tried to like hold on. Right. It's weird. He, was, he, he only looks like, like five, six, yeah. seven. And I'll tell you, the combos. other thing, Steve, is for those guys at like 250, 242, those gloves are tiny, man. Yeah. They're not, it's not, you know, like <laughs> MMA gloves are small, but there's not much more padding. Trust me, they are. Some of those gloves on a are 10 ounce really glove. yeah, small. They're, right, they're, it's small they're, because I think you they're fighting in eight ounce gloves, too. But oh, is it eight ounce gloves? They're, they're tiny. They're not that much, you know, because you got to remember they have to distribute the weight and the wrist yeah. and the other parts of the glove, so they might only have four ounces on in there. the knuckle. Yeah, I don't have four. Those and they have big are, hands. No, oh, those are big, big punches coming at you, man. And 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 throwing those combos like that, just one after the other, and, and he had fast hands. And I was yeah. really impressed with Ruiz's hand speed. But like Anthony Joshua, like. I'm talking against my nation, but, like, he didn't show a lot of heart. Like, because it wasn't like it was a knockout, like, cold. It wasn't like when Deontay Wilder, like, hit Tyson Fury and he went down and it looked like he was out. He, like, he just, like, took a knee and then he just, like, stood in the corner. When the referee went like this, he was like, what? But he didn't say what as in, like, a protest. He said it more like he didn't mind. It was kind of a relief what. And it's a shame because if you see someone having a TKO, you want to see them all busted up something, not, like just oh i took a knee and then like the fight's over i don't know it felt like he didn't have a heart and it's a bit embar- like not embarrassing but it's a shame because it's happened to like a few british boxers when they come to the united states and suddenly they're like that's a big platform you know? madison square garden huge. it's huge and i'll tell you tyson fury i mean the way he got up is unlike he did the undertaker, undertaker. Only, he was just like the undertaker yeah. he was there out was a, there he was an he old was chuck norris movie where they there was a guy, you couldn't kill him. They had to throw him in the well. Remember <laughs> yeah. that at the end? So the only way to deal with it is to put him in like a 100-foot well so he couldn't get out. But that was it. He was, he was dead. I mean, out. He, he looked yeah, like he crazy. was flatlined, yeah, he right? he was definitely. 
I would have. I mean, if you had to stop the tape and go, what's the odds of this guy getting up? I'm right. saying everybody bets on he's not getting up. And that guy got up. If it was an MMA fight, that would have been it. Uh, well, the guy would have jumped on him. That's the yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. Wow. But uh, he got up like the other thing. He just sat right up. He's like, Whoosh. I don't he's know like, no, he, I'm good. I don't know how he did that. He I was in the no underworld. The amount of memes that came from that actual <laughs> motion was just incredible. <laughs> he was in the underworld. He was paddling across the river six, and he's like, oh wait, I'm, I'm, my bad. I'm going back. <laughs> I saw uh, Ally Quinta here earlier, right, talking to you and looking good, looking strong. He had a great he had a great uh, interview with Ariel Hawani where he talked about broken nose, fractured his orbital bone, yeah. had some deep bruising on his legs because of those kicks. Um, but what a great personality, man! And again, even from that from that interview, he got a bunch of viral videos from it. Even from his headphones, kept coming. Oh, I was, kept at coming that part, off. I saw. I didn't hear the whole interview. But uh, I guess somebody just put that clip up. Yeah, and uh, and he said, you know, won't won't happen again. That's for sure. Uh, I had every opportunity to win the fight, and I should have, but I didn't. Uh, he beat he beat the crap out of me uh, the way a veteran gets it done. He's good, man. He's good. Uh, all class, Ally. Nah, I mean, I think that's what people love about him. He shoots from the hip, and he uh, yeah, he tells it like it is, man. And he's that's a true fighter. He's you know he gave it. He's given it up to the cowboy, which uh, you know I think is admirable and the right thing to do and he's just a good dude all yeah. over all the way the around yeah no bullshit no excuses yeah. he just exactly like, yeah, I, I, yeah al al's really like how a guy should carry himself i mean really he, I, no I bullshit. Think so. yeah that's he's a g man speaking of a g i saw gary tonin this week at the great henzo gracie academy told him we talked about him on the podcast manimal talked wow. about him I told him that, and his reply to me was, "Really, Ray Longo is awesome." <laughs> See? So there, there Ray was Longo that. Is awesome, yeah. There was Gary, that. thank you very much, buddy, and I'm happy for all the success <laughs> you have. And I, I only hear great things about you. I actually met him once in the back of uh, one of the Rise tournaments. You know, very mm, just a, dude, seems man. like a really nice guy. Supports his, he supports his troops. Yeah, without a He's doubt, good dude. Uh, you know, unassuming and just was quiet they, and seems like a good they dude. go like you know if, if if jim is their work like the way i see them like they go to work and they go home but like they're a tight-knit family that team and that's it's like a team within a team um and they help everybody i've never seen them not help anybody like they they, they take time to help everybody yeah, I, mean, I, haven't help. Been, I haven't been there in a while but it seems like they got a big thing going on over Dude, there with, it is right it, it is so incredible to to just see um, the the caliber of people who go there, and like I said, it, it could be it could be anyone from from Jake Shields to right. Gordon, Nicky Ryan, uh, Neiman Gracie, Neiman Gracie, there. Hobson Gracie, Henzel Gracie's they were teaching there the other day. I mean, they're just there, and you know, a white belt is doing something like, oh, you know what, this is a lot. If you yeah, do it this yeah. way, like. Your, your world champions are, are, are just, you know, cause they'll stop to talk to white. Last time like I was nothing. there, we'd go up, you know, up in the top floor with the mm-hmm. ring in the octagon. It, was, it seemed like that's where the MMA guys were. And it was, you know, far and few in between. But it was a couple of, you know, years back. But it seems like they really. Now the mm-hmm. MMA people are. All over the place. They're downstairs yeah, in the crazy. bigger room. Because on Thursday mornings, I see a Mizuki there. Uh, right. She's she's training uh, there. And it's Hobson, Neiman. They're all in that same class. And they're just. It really is a melting pot it of is a tremendous. lot of yeah, it's crazy. 
It is and that might have been back then too. I just never witnessed it, but now I see it with people posting yeah. and stuff. I'm like, Misha wow. Tate's in there any given day. Misha Tate, you got GSP yeah, in yeah, and yeah. out, and you just it's a it's an incredible caliber of team. And and most impressive to me is that you would never you would never know that there's some sort of rank system like that where everyone just helps everybody. The classes are mixed and. You know, when you're drilling a few minutes here, a few minutes there, you, you, you know, Manimal, you it's might, one minute, that, yeah. minute you might roll with us. me, Manimal, the next one you'll be with Neiman Gracie. Like, there's no, that's what happens. Yeah, so. that's exactly well, what happens. And it's hard to tell, too. Sometimes yeah. you'll just touch hands with someone and it's like, and that's, I don't know, you know who you are. I don't know <laughs> who you are, and it'll be some monster. And there's a lot of guys at Henzo's. You know, you're talking about the world champions, but uh, there's like sleepers there that never compete, but they just, do it two times a day, five yeah. days a week, and they just wind up crushing you, and they are crushing like pro fighters over there. You're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. And it's like, just some accountant, you know, who yeah. like loves to train. And it's you know, there's so many good guys there that you never heard of, also. And that's, uh, you know, the unsung heroes in martial arts. There's a lot of guys that are just gym heroes that don't like to compete, and you and you, they just are world class without anyone ever knowing and that's you know that's special too it, it is and that dynamic right you know that dynamic's huge like what, we, what you have here is is everybody inspiring each other helping each other out and again the same thing happens here you'll have a top ufc uh, contender uh, helping out the 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 regular uh, mma class or the kickboxing class yeah, and and yeah. anyone who's here and yeah, we, we just have a shitload of people Dude, it's so it actually is crazy so we don't really have a big gym that way you know so it's I don't know. I mean, just with the number of people that are fighting fighting this month is insane. This you know? is a, a. I mean, it's like a small how high this percentage. Isn't a, yeah, right. This isn't a of turnout to yeah, right. to pro you know, top Henzo's level has athletes. Two thousand members, right? Yeah, right? So if you think Henzo's has like two thousand members, and maybe they have like twenty MMA fighters. Yeah. You have like I don't know how many members, but we got like yeah. between amateur and pro, you got like fifty guys. I and would I would think it I mean, forty so, at least. And you know, it's I can't, you can't even keep everybody busy at this point. And a lot of people <laughs> in the conversation, so a lot of a lot of prospects from UFC. We got Aljo coming up. Aljo, big Al fight. Aljo. Number one contender fight. Yeah. Aljo's so, been looking great in training. Oh, uh, he you know, that guy's an inspiration too. I mean, took this fight and uh stepped up, put in a hard camp, he's putting the finishing touches on. He looks great. I mean, and he keeps his head right. He was and out there cornering his brother the other night and cornering all the kids. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what impresses me most with Aljo is he just takes the time, even though he's got a huge fight coming up. And he did it last time, too. He he went and coached those kids in the uh, counties. Yeah. Uh, and then he got on a plane and just went and, uh, for the Rivera fight. So, you know, he, he was there for his brother and the other guys that were fighting. I think uh, he's a, he's an awesome coach, man. And, um, you know, he really ran the show last night, and he did a great job. And shout-out to Drago, too, man. Drago was there. He's, a, you know, just a loyal guy who's always there for everybody, and he did a great job. It was just a, it was a good night. But uh, Aljo just, you know, he's he's not selfish, I'll tell you that, man. He puts uh, the time in, and he gives his brothers and all the other people a lot a lot of time. Man. It, was, it was nice, man. It wasn't an early night. You know, he's got he's to be squared away for next week. But, uh, you know, he did the right thing. He's a, he's a good go. dude. And Cody on uh, Twitter writes, with Aljo's fight week coming up, and be sure to check out his The Weekly Scraps podcast. Is that Aljo's podcast? Yes, The Weekly Scraps is the, Aljo's podcast. Aljo has a podcast called The Weekly Scraps, so check that out. Let's make sure we put a link uh, to Aljo's podcast on this show also. Um, 
he writes, what is your favorite part about fight week? I'll go with you, Ray, and you, Manimal. Do you, Shani, do you have like a fight week when you do it or it's, no, it's not. Every week is fight week. Every week. In Thailand, they fight like all the time, right? Ray, what's your favorite part about fight week? Well, I mean, I'm not fighting, so I mean, I'm just uh, chilling with the terror. So I mean, I just have a good time. (laughs) His uh, favorite part is he chills with the terror. Yeah, I mean, I'm just just, just chilling and bullshit. Birthday Hall of Famer. What's my favorite part of fight week? Sure. Going live for your wake up. No, no, the weight cut's miserable. Like, I don't enjoy that. Um, the public weigh-in, though, is afterwards. So you have a, so how Bellator does it is you weigh in at like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then you have like till 5 p.m. I li- Then you have a public weigh-in. I do like the public weigh-in. You know, I like the public weigh-in. And the best part of fight week, I mean, I gotta be coming out to the cage. I love coming out. I mean, I think, I don't know, coming out to the cage is like, you know, it's like, all right, boom, everything. Once you step in the cage, it's like, all right, everything else, you know, all that f- training and fight camp, the weight cut, all that shit is done. And now you actually get, like uh, the like you said uh, before, uh, Shendi had said, this is a cherry on top. It's like dessert. So do you, you know. So what, what place does Madison Square Garden have in your heart as a New Yorker? So to be able to do that. Listen, it's something I'd never thought I'd do in my entire life because when I first started fighting – MMA was illegal in New York and it was forever till it got legalized. So it was something I never thought would ever happen for me because I should have been way retired way long ago. So somehow, yeah, I mean, it's almost surreal for me uh, to fight at Madison Square Garden. So you're Garden. fighting I mean, at Madison Square Garden, there. MMA. I still got to get there. Let's not jump the gun. <laughs> and a, gra- a Gracie headlining. With Neiman Gracie headlining, a, a guy with I train with all the time, yeah, which is like fun that's, too. That's, you uh, know, and then, so I've fantastic. been training with a lot of people on the card. Kaz has been training out here. Heather Hardy's been training out here. So Heather the Heat. So being on the card with a lot of people that I, and Neiman Gracie, who I train with at Henzo's all the time. So being on the card with guys I train with, I mean, I really couldn't ask for a better experience. I mean, I'm not there yet, but just the anticipation of it. You know, I almost have to calm myself down to not like wear myself out with the excitement of it. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you know, I can be more hyped. Shendi, you're very perceptive. Shendi, I can be more hyped. Steve but, Lee uh, I'm just asks. Really grateful, Steve. You know. Steve Lee. God. He asks, with the recent <laughs> upset of Anthony Joshua to an unheralded Andy Ruiz squashing any current talks of him versus Wilder or Fury, what great super fight do you wish was made earlier? I would pick GSP Silva and Khabib Tony for now. Uh, and then also he wants to know ranch or blue cheese. Which question would you like answered first? Um, I'm going to go with what Steve Lee said, and let's, a- let's answer. Which super fight would you, do you wish was made earlier? Uh, oof, uh, let me just go to the ranch of blue cheese first. I can't stand either of them. Really? Like that, and I can't hate wow. them both. You don't like creamy white sauces? No. Good for you. Is blue cheese also a sauce? Or is it- blue cheese is another type of dressing. Oh. You never had blue cheese either? Well, I think she was confused because you called it a sauce. A dressing. It's a dressing. I mean, is it gravy or is it sauce in your house? Oh, that's a good question. I, so we. So I thought you'd think so. It's a good question. That's a good now question. Now we can answer it. Yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, buddy. That's My mom calls it sauce. She does, of course. Yeah. Right with that. Who calls it gravy? Sometimes in Northern No, gravy is only that's for the, uh, meat. Rolling roast that calls it gravy. No, that's gravy. That's gravy is brown. It should be brown gravy or turkey gravy. Right. If it's red, it's a sauce. Exactly. All, All right. right. So, Ray, what do you think for uh, 
Super fights? Super fights. Super fights. I would like to see uh, GSP Silver at the right time. Yeah, I like that at the right time. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to see Fedor at the at his peak fight like a Brock Lesnar or uh, or. Well, Randy, I think, would have been a good fight back then if they did it at the right time. Oh, Randy when they, when and, they were both Randy and Fedor at, the, at their yeah, peaks, right, I think, would have been, been great, fight, too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of old school ones. That, you know, sometimes it happens like the guy, you want to see guys fight at their peak. Right. You know, you want to see the two. And if they can't fight at their peak, you want to see them both at the same level fighting. Right. right like, at the same point. Right. Fighting. Were there boxing super fights, or was that like the Hagler Hearns? That was the Hagler Hearns. Those were those the Fantastic Four were really good super fights. Though. Hagler Hearns, yeah. Leonard Durand. Yeah, they, those are those, those were super four. fights. And you got to remember, those, those were, were all guys in different weight classes, right. either meeting in the middle or like Durand as a lightweight. I don't, I'm saying there was no better lightweight at like 135. So you know, by the time he fought Leonard, Leonard was 147. You know what I mean? So right. that's a super fight in the way that he came up to that weight. And same thing with ha uh, Hearns was a 47-pounder and Hagler was a 60-pounder. Do so, you remember, like, money talk at the time where, where for a super fight, these guys were going to make more than, than any other boxers have made? Was yeah. it like a conversation yeah. also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, when Tyson fought uh, Spinks, the 90-second fight, yeah. was that a super fight no, or was that just no, him grabbing the title? No, that was, I don't, was I don't consider fight, that right? a super fight, okay. yeah. So those were like the old school pay-per-views where you you'd watch those on a, on a movie screen, right? Yeah, uh not the Tyson one maybe. I don't think that, I think by the time Tyson came, Close Circle was gone. Close Circle was right? more like Ali and Frazier and then uh Well, the Leonard Durant, I remember Leonard, the uh Leonard Pagla was definitely Close Circle too yeah. cuz I saw it at I think the Huntington Townhouse if I'm really? not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. So, I mean, that was a huge super fight 5 years in the making. You know what I mean? So was Hagler Hearns? Um, Hagler Hearns was another. No, no, that was my favorite. Yeah, That's my I mean, favorite three rounds of boxing right. ever. But no, I mean, was it closed circuit or was that pay per view? I remember I, I was only like five years old. I, mean, or six I, mean, I don't know. Do, yeah, do they sure ever do that. the like uh, exposés on where those fighters are now? Like, you know, as as they talk about uh, brain traumas and all that stuff. Yeah, like do they do like hey let's let's catch up with Hagler let's. You know, find some some combative fight. Where where's terrible Terry Norris right now? Like you know that kind of stuff. Like those guys who are known for these entertaining. Where's Tommy fests. Gunn? <laughs> where's not Tommy yeah. Machine Gun? Where's that guy? No, he's a real fighter. He was a real fighter. He's a real fighter. He was a heavyweight champion. Tommy I mean, Morrison. Leonard seems like he's he always around. But uh, Hagler, Dave, he was so distraught after losing that fight. I think he moved to Italy. Yeah, he went to he, Italy. He was he was hard to he, he was that, hard yeah. to even get a hold of but i think he's surfaced a little bit but any uh 30 for 30s on them i don't know there's got to be something just to see because you get curious because i remember reading recently about uh mma and they're them talking about uh time will tell when we can when we can talk to some of these fighters 20 years from now and and that kind of stuff but, but we have that kind no, of time we did, with they boxing. did that with like foreman and ali and uh probably norton ken norton at the time you know when they were alive or when i think norton's died right but um, I think they, they always had those guys. They had, uh, like uh, Manimal was saying, the Fab Four with uh, Leonard, Hagler, Duran, and Hearns. Uh, 
I mean, that had to be the best ever in boxing. That was by far. And they went back and forth those the eight, fights. The 80s were 100% the golden years. I mean, that was really good boxing, man. With every division was stacked. I mean, you had 10 guys that could each be the champion at any given point in time. It was, I mean, every then division. Then you had Mike Tyson for the heavyweights. Yeah. Well, no, that guys. was before Tyson. You know, yeah, you, a little before, but yeah, in like, the 80s, you I'm had I'm saying Tyson Larry Holmes was controlling that division. Uh, I would have loved to see Larry Holmes fight Tyson in his prime. Because right. he was winning that fight too. He, oh, great that's jab. another good thing. Yeah, he Larry, tortured Larry Holmes in that. Uh, but Larry Holmes, Holmes was dead. Holmes at that was point. like a thousand years old at that point. Yeah. But Larry Holmes is one of my favorite underrated boxers. No, Holmes was a great, great jab. One of the best jabs yeah. I think ever. Right, Larry Holmes. No, great I mean, jab. great jab. Hundred yeah, percent. One of the yeah, best really, jabs really in boxing. Good. You know, he's underrated. I think Larry Holmes. Yeah, I don't boxer. know if he's underrated, but. Uh, I think he was underappreciated for sure. But, underappreciated. Uh, yeah, okay, that's you know, a better he, word he, for it. Underappreciated. I can yeah, see that. For some reason, he didn't have the personality that people like. Right. And they just tortured that guy. But he was a, gra- a great fighter. Yeah. Well, well, and you go got... back and look at like Holmes and Norton. I think they fought for like a vacant tie. That, that was a great fight. And I think those were 15 rounders. Man. 15 rounds, yeah. Well, as you got later in the boxing, as, yeah. the, as you got deeper into the 80s in the boxing, they started doing that kind of entertainment model and, and who's making what merchandising came in. You had a president, we had a president who was a movie star uh, and that, that kind of mattered, your ability to express yourself and present yourself on video and that, it really changed, it changed the, the, the model <laughs> of a lot of things. He just gave Ronald Reagan a shout out. I was talking, it didn't matter. It, don't, it, it don't didn't matter. It doesn't matter. You had to get that out. Bazooka did... Uh, Ronald Reagan was a president of the United States in the 80s. And before he was a movie that, star. he was a movie, was star, a movie yeah. star before he was president. Like and before that, our and presidents 70s. were very, you didn't see them much. You'd hear them more than anything. Not everyone had TVs. Mm-hmm. So you'd hear them more than everything. It didn't matter what they looked like or how charismatic they were. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, where TVs were more prevalent than most homes. Color TVs were prevalent. And we had a, a, a handsome, charismatic president, and it started changing the way that business was run and the way that people engaged with the government. So, um, so it'd be so, black and white till today. No one would say like Donald Trump is like orange. You wouldn't like notice. <laughs> exactly, you wouldn't notice. But Ronald Reagan is the first precedent for like the celebrity president. Or he's like the, no sense. The, what to have a celebrity? What you just said. The first precedent for a celebrity president. <laughs> what doesn't that make sense? It, it, it was he was the first. He He's was the first, first celebrity president of a an of a, he was a, a celebrity, celebrity president who then became <laughs> the president. Yeah. It's a pretty simple, pretty simple line of, Shendi, of reasoning. My, my heart goes out. Shendi, do you follow me? He's not the prime minister. All right, it's not the prime minister. We have Sound a like you're from India or something. That's not how <laughs> British people of, talk. Let me tell you, there's a lot of Indians in Britain too, aren't there? <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just oh, grabs he, every branch oh, on the, the way papers. down. No, no, no. He is. He's moving he's the papers. He's back to the papers. I don't want to these balls hey, too much. Hey, I still can't but, believe you're barefoot. I noticed it like five minutes ago. I haven't put on shoes the entire he, time. He he went running. I saw them training the other day. I run barefoot in the yeah, woods, yeah. Ray I had them barefoot. go running outside, and he, he went barefoot. I give him a lot of credit. You should live in Thailand. That's cool. what they do there. I don't believe in shoes. I think they're silly. I think shoes are silly. I think that's why people fuck their knees up, because they run in shoes, and then they hit the heel and then they ruin their knees i think i think shoes are uh, a terrible um constrictive tool that the government uses to make sure <laughs> the government uses. <laughs> uh, to what, so what about border. a seatbelt? do you believe in those yeah i think the laws of we man have are documents and videos i find all the laws of, of them man planning so. do you the, think the seatbelt law that's one of them yeah, right that's you, constricted. 
Yeah, I don't like to be. I wear a seatbelt right because I don't like getting tickets for it. Right. You know, if I get any more freaking tickets, my wife is gonna just stab me in my sleep. So yeah, I wear the seatbelt so I don't get tickets. I speaking of that, I gotta freaking get speaking my car that, inspected before incredible. I get another ticket for that shit. This is <laughs> so bazooka. I said your name five minutes ago. I'm trying yeah. to get bazooka yeah. saying as he he writes to the great Ray Longo. As a coach, do you feel a sense of pride and accomplishment? When you see your fighters getting a clean sweep the way you did at Ring of Combat this weekend, and do you get nervous or jitters when they step in? Uh, great question. I think self-explanatory. A huge sense of pride and accomplishment. It's great, and uh, I'm really more happy for the guys, and you know they earned it. But it's a there's not a better feeling for me, them, the school. It's just a yeah. It's a it's a look. It's a close knit team. So like. All any victory that we get in the UFC or on these other shows that are decent size, like the Ring of Kai, they're all huge wins, man. They really are, and they're all stepping stones for these guys to get to the biggest show. And it's it's nice to watch them start off at at that level, and then you know get a contract for the UFC is huge. So yeah, it's a, the sense of pride, the accomplishment is awesome, and you know nervous and jitters i'm gonna i want to say probably always but that certainly more some guys more than others some guys they just know uh it is what it is and they're gonna they're consistent and i don't really worry too much but there's other guys i'm like man i just hope this guy does what he's supposed to do because i really want to see him win you know so that 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 nervous is uh yeah and i think years ago i think it was worse you know as i'm getting you know older and whatever it, it kind of lessened a little bit but it's still those big fights are a freaking nerve-wracking i go back to even like when matt did the rematch with gsp and you got twenty three thousand people screaming they want to kill you that, <laughs> right. I mean, that's like a it, that's a different feeling man and it's that's oh. no joke they had like 900 sure. riot control you know riot police officers out oh. there to control the crowd in case matt won that place would have been you know, crazy. It's bad enough they had to take us underground to get us in and out of there. But uh, when we were in the locker room and they would flash like Matt or GSP's face on the uh, jumbotron or whatever the hell that thing's. I mean, you, the, the the locker room was shaking. I mean, they were stomping their feet. It was it was out of like Mad oh. Max, man. It was Thunderdome, but it's surreal. Never could That's match intense. that again. Never ever could match that again. I'll never. I couldn't. There was no advice in the corner because he couldn't hear me. It's oh, out of a fucking Rocky movie, man. Just it was really fucking crazy. Wow, was that loud? That, so in between uh, rounds, it was like there was nothing. you couldn't say anything. I, well, might, have, said, I might have been just... talking, but trust me, I couldn't hear myself. Huh. They were out of control. So, uh, yeah, there's always, you know, nerves and jitters. But like some some fights, you know, bigger than other fights and... Sometimes even a small fight, the nerves are, uh, you know, they're they're always there. That's it. That's just me. They're, I'm never going to stop that. Someone writes in about the manimal. Actually, oh, the manimal the got, a, got a question. Oh, no, not a question. I a was actually going to say something first. But a okay. statement. A statement from uh, the Daily Shred. Manimal should pursue a career in voice acting. His persona and voice would be perfect for that career. Voice acting. Is he saying that my face is ugly? <laughs> was voice that's, acting is that like that's if, like character acting so every cartoon you see has a voice actor yeah just to do the voiceover yeah i would do some voiceovers if you got a hookup let me know i'm open to suggestion after this fight you know who knows i i could use uh a week of voice acting before i get back in training 
Maybe you'll be so tired from doing your voice when you come on the podcast, you won't talk as much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you, would you like to talk more, Shandy? No, absolutely I not. mean, I do like hearing your voice. No, no, Go no. ahead. I was just saying, it would be interesting. It would be interesting, like, if it would, you know, if your job requires more talking, if it would lessen. I'm just kidding. You know I, I, I don't shut the fuck up. Yeah, Andy, I Andy, talk all Andy, day. Can you uh, take him on as a client and see if you can get him any... Uh, yeah, Andy. Any gigs? Andy, yeah, if you get me some gigs, you know, hit me up on Instagram. You know, I'm down. I'm down <laughs> for whatever. The yeah. uh, And also, shout out to... I know uh, Chris, the producer, wants Matt, to get me doing comedy. Matt in uh, in Australia. So he's right. He's, he, he, he wrote Thoughts on Gustafson Retirement. We already went over that, but he also said, good day from Australia. So good day to you. Love good Australia. Day, Absolutely. Right, Matt. Matt. Australia. Shendi, Shendi will be there. Soon? When? You're leaving soon, soon, I right? gotta Ten tell days? you, I have a feeling that she's going to up her schedule after sitting she's next leaving to Manimal. Right, she's going yeah. straight to JFK. She might go right to, uh, you're not going right to the Port Authority. After this <laughs> Do you want to go to the airport right now? You want me to drop you off at JFK? Nope. Do you want to just go to Australia now? So you don't have to see me tomorrow? I'll make my own way. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, you make your way, own way, go walk. So is that a no at sitting, sleeping on his couch? Absolutely. The absolute no. <laughs> you can go with that. Have you ever been more entertained now? <laughs> I mean, she's. I mean, people, you can't really see it, but it's really a, like a look of she's mortified. I mean, it's, it's actually. No, I'm, I'm actually like a little bit shocked. Just like, because you know, when you hear something, it's right, very when, different in real life. It's yeah. just like, wow, like actually. Now, this isn't going to be a turn off. You're going to still listen to the podcast, no? She's going to listen. listen. She, yeah. Okay. She listens around the world. It's always great to see. So he, I on my way to one of so the he didn't chase you off the podcast. No, today. the second time he was on the podcast, um, the first time was like adjusting for you, you know? Wow. But the second episode when you were on it, I actually listened to that one on the way to my fight. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Did you, let me ask you something. What, did you like when I was high <laughs> as a kite on the podcast? Yes. Cindy? Everybody did. Did I like when I was high? Aren't you always high now? You're just sober. I'm so yeah. fucking sober now, yeah. yeah no, but I usually, w I was only high on the podcast that one time. Hmm. Yeah, we, oh, can, we can't wait for his fight to be over and just... Yo, my wife is fucking it takes the edge Why do you think Tammy wouldn't stay? My wife wouldn't stay here because she can't deal with me so sober. I'm a little out of control, you know? It, it not that I'm not out of control normally, sure. but, you know, it is you definitely a little challenging. My home life is challenging without weed. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, she was like, you know, I met you as a pothead. And uh, this is getting a little out of control. She's like, you've been in fight camp for like 10 months already. Because I was supposed to fight October. Then this other fight now, in February. Now, does she have both her parents? Are they both alive? Uh, her mother. That's but, it. Uh, yeah. You never met her father? No. But uh, I mean, you think if he was alive, he, he would have put up with this <gasps> marriage? Or he would have put you the know, blessing on I it? I mean, listen, I try to be the best husband I can be. Okay. You know, I try to be. So, I'm taking the mother, so her mother likes you? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but I try to be the best husband I can be. Yeah. Like so, is a um, strong word. Like is a strong word. We're just very yeah. different. Okay. We just have very different personalities. But she, but she admires you for your difference. Yes. So okay. the difference is, yeah, we're, it's fine, but we're very different. But um, yeah, like okay, so um, so it's stressful being in fight camp, and my ta and Tammy's favorite place on earth is Disney World. So I took the money from all my sponsors and I booked a trip to Disney. Wow. For after my fight, because I was like, baby, I want to make sure that. You got something to look forward to. I know I've been a pain oh, in the ass. We're doing you know? baby talk now. No, no. I'm like, you know, I know I've been a pain in the ass and I want to make sure that. Wow. I mean, that's. You, you know, so I was like, I want to take you to Disney. I know that's your favorite place. We'll do a week in Disney after my fight. I know. Well, where I'm, do you go? And what's your favorite thing to do in Disney? Uh, eat and drink around the world at Epcot Center. Wow. So, so you like you all could, the different pavilions. Oh, my God. I love to eat, too. You yeah, know, I, I, I love to eat, you know. So, uh. 
So all the different foods. Then we get drunk together. Do you dress the, up? Do I dress up? Of course. I love dressing up. You know, oh, we're trying to figure out because we're going for Not So Scary Halloween. It starts in August. So we're trying to figure out what characters to go as. What's so, winning? What's in the lead? What's in the lead? So for me, it's uh, either Gaston from Beauty and the from Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, King Triton, right? From Little Mermaid. From Little Mermaid. Uh, or we were going to do um, like Monsters, Inc. And uh, she would be like Sully and I would be the, the little green dude, Mike. You know? So, so we got <laughs> options. Well, raise it to Kane. Ooh. Shrek would be a good one. That's the only uh, thing I know from Shrek. anything. I'd be a good Shrek. Yeah. Be a good Shrek. Yeah. I don't know if she wants to be um, She'd have to be Fiona or the donkey. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think those the are good options. Donkey's funny. Why'd you have to be matching? Well, to be in the well, same nice like character movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to be matching. You know, we are husband and wife. We like to be matching. We don't have to match, but it would be nice. Shendi, yeah. so Shendi Shendi, do you like to dress up? No. No, you don't like costumes and stuff? He likes to fight. I get nice I like black fight eyes too. and fighting. I don't need to dress up. So you don't need to wear makeup either then? you just black eyes. Makeup. <laughs> Shendi had asked, and, and I mentioned this before, and I saw that you had, you had asked on Instagram at one point, what's your opinion about posting your fights and training on Instagram leading up to a fight? That's a great question for Ray. What Do you, do you, do you concern yourself if your fighters are posting uh, training videos uh, leading up to their fights? Uh... Yeah, Most think, gyms you go to say no recording or anything yeah, in case think, someone's I don't training. think they do it that much. And anything we're going to do for, like, countdowns is normally, right. you know, like, bullshit. You know, basic and, you know. Just hit pads and yeah. hit the bag. Well, you know, thing, basic. Yeah. it's it's yeah. all basic. Yeah. Has so it, I, I'm not a big fan of giving away your game plan just right. for the sake of Has it of ever been ego. used a different way? Has, has anyone ever said, oh, let's, let's show video of... Just us working on takedowns the whole time when when you don't really plan on doing takedowns. You yeah. take fighters oh, to that. trick your opponent. Yeah, yeah. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I'm sure that, that that would make sense. What do you think, Shendi? You asked you the know, question. It, but wait, let me think? just yeah. interrupt you for one second because it's funny because at the fights the other night, you know, Aljo was telling the guys like at the rules meeting, somebody says, you know, can you have leg locks, heel hooks, you know, so <laughs> are they legal? You know, is a uh, so they're making you think. Sure. was like, he wants to make you think that's what he's going for is, you know, to heal. And you never know. Right. I mean, but you throw out a bullshit question. You know, spiking the person after right. a suplex, is that okay? You know. And the guy's a boxer. Yeah, right. The guy's a boxer, yeah. The guy's a boxer. Exactly. No, I did that in my fight in Japan. The girl was, like, watching me when we were warming up in the cage. I never even, like, really stepped in a cage before besides, like, once or twice here. And she was just, like, standing, like, staring at me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do single leg takedowns, which I was like, I never really did. <laughs> and I was just, like, standing there. And I was, like, getting this guy up against the cage. And I was, like, doing one after the next. And she was like, what the fuck? She yeah, was right. oh, sorry. No, I swear. No, 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 no you're, allowed, that's you're allowed to curse. The best thing that's happened. And see, I, I don't even think I've made my three count yet. Mm. He said he's only allowed to say the word fuck three times. And you already said it twice. I didn't say I'm not doing it. You did. Well, I'm just I'm just commenting. I'm counting. Mm. <laughs> he's just making sure you know. Sweat, he can please. count and talk at the same yes. time. This guy is multi-talented. Uh, wait, sure. wait, I remembered something the other night that threw you off. Uh, it was some fight. Oh, man, I forget what I remembered the other night. And you were like, oh, man, you're like, that was good. But whatever. Um, <laughs> this is a very good point to bring up. Now I can't remember. Edge of their seat. I forgot now what I, I remembered. Remember You're going to kill us in suspense. <laughs> so we got Bellator 222 coming up. We have uh, UFC uh, Cejudo versus Marais coming up. Aljo on the card. 
We have um, next week or th- yeah, this coming Friday. Aldo's- we have um, Quiet Man. Dylan's Friday. Dylan. Dylan's Friday. And then Aljo's the next day, Saturday. When are you heading out, Ray? I'll be heading out Thursday. Thursday, all right. To Chicago? Yes. I think Thursday I'll do my last sparring. Nice. Call it a day. And, all right, uh, buddy. Thursday, uh, last Thursday. Thursday. And you know what happens the week after Aljo's fight? Why don't you tell us, man? I'm what gonna... happens, on? What happens? The Bella week Ford. after Aljo's fight? Uh, Friday night, I get to smoke a blunt. So, <laughs> finally. Guys, uh, Bellator uh, 222, really excited for that. June 14th, Bellator MMA, guys. I'm excited. Madison you should be Square proud, Garden. brother. Madison Square Garden, big card. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people will be there. A lot of, um, uh, not only local uh, big wigs, but there will be a lot of eyeballs on that. Bellator is doing a great job. Yeah, I almost got to tell myself there was just another fight. Bellator, it, first of all, throw me off, it know? is yeah, it's just a, a lot fight. of another fight. Yeah. It's a it's a fight at a nice venue, which I love the crowd. Surprisingly, I know that surprises you guys. I love a big stage, but uh, I like the crowd. So, but uh, yeah, it's another fight. I'm just I'm really just happy to to have good training with all these guys. Seriously, uh, Ray, do you know what your face reminds me of every time he talks? Yeah, <laughs> then do you know those videos? I mean, any, anything other than absolute horror? No, no, no. Like, do you know those videos that you see where someone's talking or someone's fighting, and then there is like. Uh, second part where this guy's making this face or like this baby starts laughing when someone does something funny so every time he talks your face your eyes are just like oh my god it's almost like i was watching the wolf of wall street you see that picture and matthew mcconaughey when he was yeah he's first walking he's like yes um, let's do it with me and then you know you know he's asking how many, how many times a day he jerks off you got to jerk off and you know, uh, DiCaprio is just like, holy fuck. He's looking around. See if anybody's listening in the restaurant, you know, that's the look. I think I'm going yeah. for yeah. I'm like, the look. That's the feel sometimes. Absolute bewilderment. Everyone else gets to listen, like you're saying. It's different when you're sitting next to him and you see all the twitches and yeah. the fidgets and the. You, when you see it, it's, and then it's I'm barefoot. Very, it's barefoot. He start. He want. He really wanted to go run outside before when the storm was coming really by. He burps down your ear. He he burps down your ear. He does ear. that. I mean, the only bit part is I really thought we'd have more time with Shendi. I mean, we you know that, I feel like she got cut out on. of time because certain people. We got people plenty of time. Hot. We could go over. No, we can't go no, over. Yo, go five minutes over. No, Shendi, only, what do you want to talk about? Oh, good. <laughs> so generous. <laughs> Shendi, I would love to hear your opinion on everything, life, the universe, and everything. Shendi, Shendi's got a. Fortunately, we did catch Shendi's story, um, and we and we do get to talk about a little bit about how it continues on. And we want we wanted to invite her on simply because she was here for a little bit and she travels. No doubt in my mind, she'll be back again. Yeah, uh, I mean, I thought we'd get more into it. Again, I'm sorry, Shendi, but uh, at least we update you update us on your fighting. It was a lot of fights and. Uh, you know. All this time you're talking about wanting to get more he, into it. You could have just what, got more into it. What's <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't I, see it. I, I That's swear to God, I really th- think people it. have no fucking idea what's he, he, he going on with this guy. It, what Nothing. it is is that he doesn't see I don't know all. what's yeah. going on. No, no, no. He, does, he has <laughs> That's no idea. No, self-awareness. Part of this. Can None. we look that word up? Self-awareness? <laughs> That's the greatest part of all of this. about social filter? But, Shen, do you feel like... With with all of this traveling, you do feel like you're you're growing, you're progressing. Yeah, like every time I come back, I see like a crazy difference from the time I left and the time I, it's every time like everywhere I travel, I go back and when I see people, most people do progress but slower. 
and when I go even in Australia or to these gyms and I see people like I see that traveling does make a difference to my personal growth you know sure not everyone some people need like a, a base and like a good the same bed every night they need structure but I don't you know I don't flourish that way so I understand that. Yeah. I, I find a lot in common with that. Completely. Tell you, as a young person, to be able to travel body. the world and do what you're doing. What's is, better than that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think any. You know, how many people can say they've been to the places you've been to? It, where she's just been since the last time she's been on this podcast is more than 99% of the people will travel in their entire lives. Without a doubt. Now, the thing about the. Remember the first time I did the podcast? So, whenever I meet people now in Thailand or someone and they start asking me questions about my life and it's so so long to explain i'm just like just listen to episode 30 something <laughs> on mma and beyond and like then you can come back to me with all your questions just first listen to that and then like wait because you know? it's a great story and the the best part of the story is that it, it continues so you actually get to look past and i'd be curious in a couple of years even to ask you like when you were when you were making that final decision to leave to make that to make that escape make that jump how does your life compare now to what you <laughs> thought it would be? That's a crazy question. It is a crazy question, but I, I know that when you, I know that when I was embarked, when I was 18 and I decided, all right, I'm going to go be a military policeman to what I thought my life would be. What, what I'm living right now, isn't it? I'm so thankful that what I'm living right now, isn't what I wanted when I was 18. But um, right. do you see that shaping at all sometimes or do you not do you not reflect quite like that yet? No, I, of course. Like I've seen it now, especially I went back to Israel for the first time since I left. And before I left Israel, I was a mess. Like I was I didn't know what I was doing. I had no. And I said, I'm not coming back there before I know who I am, because that country can just you can get like sucked into the wrong crowd in a minute. And I went back now and I saw it was crazy. Like every street I went on every single store I passed I had some crazy memories wow. and I was like it's incredible like it was it was mind-blowing just to walk through the streets there and be like through these streets so much shit happened but now it's like I have a perf. I don't know I just like I know who I, I know what I want to do like now where do you, where you, know? do you see yourself five years from now what would be the best case scenario what are you looking to do a very a good fighter like a recognized yeah. fighter. I think, yeah. I think you're on your way I, to that. I want, yeah. There's yeah. no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Do you want to stick with Muay Thai? Do you want to do MMA in the future? In the meantime, I'm happy with Muay Thai and boxing. I do want to get also some boxing fights. because I straight love boxing. Yeah. Oh. Do you ever see her hit a bag? Did you ever see her hit a bag with her, her boxing skills? It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. She po You posted a video... It, your left, your straight left is absurd how, how clean it is. And what weight were you fighting at again? What's the oh, lowest you've been? Uh, walking around? No, no, fighting. I never, right. never weighed in. You never weighed in. Only in the Japan fight, and that was in a two weight classes above me. I would fight 115. Oh, wow, you think yeah. you're getting down to 15. Well, that's, that's in Thailand, I walk around at 121 every day. Wow. Just America yeah. has some way of... Sneaking fat oh, on you no, for some I reason. I don't think it's sneaking fat on you. I think American food just makes yeah, you fat. Gets, the portions yeah. are out of control. Yeah. The food is every time I come in the first month, it's it's just like it's so hard. And you how many fights you have now? Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> how old are you? Twenty. Just turned twenty-three. What? How many fights you up, man? Well, 
Six profiles. Six. This would be my six. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she's got seventeen. She's twenty-three. That's pretty yeah, good. Pretty well, it's amazing. only in the last year and, and a few yeah. months. So. I mean, wow. it's a little different. It's, not, it's different. I imagine, yeah. You know, and I came up, uh, you know, a, a little different way, and then. You can't come Paris. No, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm just. I mean, but I that's a lot of fights for a twenty-three-year-old man. That's a lot of fights, man. So, so, no, I have. No, I'm not comparing your bully. Trust me. I just think it's. Unbelievable. Oh, that's a lot of fights. I mean, that's a lot when of, you go to Thailand, a, you fight. In Thailand, I mean, 17 fights is like a joke. Like the eight-year-olds yeah. have 17-year-olds. 17 yeah. fights. Everyone yeah, else has like. Culture, yeah. yeah. Wow. They're not it's like a weekend yeah, thing. You just fight every every week, and well, if you get really wait, bad, wait, hurt. the Thai fighters are making weight. She's not making weight. But Thai fighters themselves, every week there's 52 weeks. I'm just saying there's 52 weeks in a year. So you're saying people have like 50-ish fights. Most of the Thais, like by the time they're 16, 17, they have a good 100 fights. It depends. Yeah. If you have a really tough fight, sometimes you have to sit out for a right. week. No, I've had fights where I've had two fights in 10 days, but then I had a one where my shins, I just couldn't kick or anything, and I was like, I have to wait three weeks to fight, you know? Do that. Yeah, so do, you, do the promoters or the or the gym, uh, whoever sets up the fights, do they give you shit for taking a week off? or No. Do they try to get you back in there? It depends, but usually not. Are like, you more marketable as an American? Like, what's their take? No, they like it when I fight because... When I fight, I use my hands, and I like to not. I don't like to fight to have fun. I want to fight to just get out of there as fast as I can, that I can preserve my body for the next fight. You know, I'm not trying to have fun and make go five rounds. I'm not interested. Like, I want to go in there and knock them out, hopefully, and get out. So they like that because that's what people like to see. That's what sure. people buy tickets for. They like to see knockout. They like to see blood. They like to see. So yeah, that's why it was easy for me to get fights there. Do they give you fight names like he's the manimal? British psycho. <laughs> the British psycho? The British psycho. Yeah. There we go. See, there's there's a what? fun fact. There's trivia. What? The oh. British I'm psycho. I'm not going to say because I know you don't like it. Oh, wow. He's being considerate. He is. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's Thank very you. kind of he you, sir. He has an annoying nickname that I don't like. Oh, wow. Well, I see. If you keep saying it, then I'm going to have to. Well, we, we want to know now. No. I don't think it's annoying. I call her Chef Shendi, and she hates it. But I'm I like, just think the word chef... It associates with a cook, and usually cooks are a little overweight. So when I hear the word chef, I automatically think of a fat person, and I don't want someone else to think that way. Right. I think and of I'm like thinking a fat of it like person clever. with like this yeah. white hat. Like on chef, head. like she chops them up, she serves them. You know, I'm thinking of it like in a clever way, and she's yeah. a great cook, so it's a double like entendre. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I I'm thinking that. of it in a clever way. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say that I never thought I'd do this, but I think I got to defend the manimal on this. I think he means. I think <gasps> he. God, I'm yeah. next week. No, I think Whoa. he didn't mean anything bad. No, I mean it. He definitely didn't mean that you were fat or like that. Yeah. I meant it in a good way, like slice yeah. him up with yeah. elbows. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, You know, yeah, I meant yeah, it in a really like cool way. Like she's the chef; she serves it up. You know, she serves you ass whooping. You know, I'm, that's what I meant. So, yeah, but your like nickname there, so they expect you to whooping. get in that cage like or the ring and just start. Thank you, Ray. Mauling people. So you, so you pick up a reputation for that, and the people are happy to. Uh, is it promoters? Is it gym manager? Yeah, the promoters. Gym managers? The promoters know me by now because. You know, I fought there a lot. I saw you on a poster. You I've were on a poster, on a lot of yeah. 17 fights, you know, because she's young. I mean, she could easily end up with 80 fights, obviously, right. at this, you know, at that pace. she's going. But I mean, I've definitely known Thai guys with over 200 fights, which isn't, definitely isn't abnormal. Yeah. You know, so. That's fantastic. So, yeah, so I, I no doubt in my mind you'd be uh, uh, recognized, especially, especially training the way that you do and traveling the way that you do. 
Um, so when you go to Australia, is it mainly to heal and train and not get no, punched? No, there, while your nose there is, is um, the thing is I have a job when I'm there because I'm kind of legal because I'm British. So the, sure. with the Queen, mm-hmm. I don't know the full history there. So I have a job there. Like I'm a nanny. Of, uh, you call a nanny in America? Yeah, yeah. So it's it works for me. I can train and I know I have a bit of income, so I'm karma. And I don't have to fight to get my income like in Thailand. If I get injured in a fight, I'm out for like three weeks. You also not And then I don't money, have my right. rent money or my, you know, motorbike money or anything. So do you like to go like to Australia, make some money, save up, and then go to Thailand? Yeah, that's and then usually you're pretty what I do. Yeah, because I, I can like pay my bills from my fighting. But if I have a really difficult fight and I get busted up or cut or something and I have to heal, then I can't fight and then I don't have money. So Does sponsorship there exist like it does here? No, not until. You can get sponsored by your gym, um, but that's just training. So accommodation and, you know, and then where, where Where do you live when you're over there? I live in Phuket. Right, but in the, are you, do you stay at the camp or do you... <laughs> How is that funny? Fuck it. It's not pronounced fuck it. People the think The first time when Phuket. I see it, Phuket. Yeah. yeah, the first time I ever saw it, I was like, fuck it. I was like, he was so happy. Yeah. Well, I was like, can, no, I live so, in like a little room. Well, he can knock that you know? one off his Phuket list. <laughs> right. But, uh, uh, That's one. Oh, oh, oh. But I'm saying like, so get, what, what, what would uh, well, a month's rent be? Oh, like $170. US dollars. Yeah. $170? Yeah. So you have to fight every week. I actually thought it would be cheaper, to be honest with you. No, and that's I live in like a really shit places. Like I find the cheapest places. Like I don't have like a pool. I've lived in ones which don't have AC. I I think for a couple hundred bucks you can get a room in Aljo's house. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Shout out to the funk master (laughs) doing real estate. He has a nice two bedroom. I I really thought you were going to say like thirty dollars a month. No, definitely not. No, that's what I thought too. It's going to be like fifty bucks a month or something. It's not. It's cheap. Like meal, food is cheap, but accommodation, like. 170. That's. I got to tell you, when I was in Thailand, isn't it like 200 degrees over there? Yeah, it's 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 not very. When I was in Oklahoma, I couldn't spend more than 15 dollars on a meal. I mean, I I was trying. I mean, I just steak anything, 15 bucks. I was like, wow, this is crazy. It's crazy. I think you could rent. I think you could rent an apartment in Oklahoma for 300 dollars a month. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Balcony view of the next tornado. I really thought it was cheaper. Yeah. And you're saying 170 and you're in a bed. Yeah. Like, usually, so. it's like 300 usually. That would be, like, a, for a nice place. Shandy, we got we to gotta get you some sponsors. Yeah, you're, yeah, can you talk to BattleBots battle bar. at BattleBars? No, no, we'll sponsor her. I'll, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, 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 I'll, go, yeah, I'll talk to... Well, I have been wearing your shirt on, like, almost every oh, single yeah, Instagram yeah. video we'll, I have. Nice. We'll take care of you, Shandy. Let me get past this fight, and then we'll talk about well, it. We, we'll get you some sponsorship. That's ridiculous. You know? What? It's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm admiring your humanitarian. That's right. Side. Right. If I made the right, if I do something that makes the right amount of money, I sponsor every fucking guy in the gym. I already That's sponsor right. a few you guys, don't I? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry if I've insulted you on this show at no, any point it, in this show tonight. I'm serious. As no, the guys, I sponsor Dennis. I sponsor Dylan when I can. You know, I, I try to hook the guys up. I, I really mean, love these guys. guys. Unbelievable. I'm a fucking team player. Yeah, I love he's a these team guys. He's a team player. He's a man. Yeah. Manimal, where could they find you? Wait, Come Manimal. on, guys. If you don't know where to find me, fucking stop looking. Wait, can you sponsor the fucking podcast? Uh, I said, I have one thing at a time. Oh, wow. One thing at a time. So wait, my whole focus is on this. Can you write that down? <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll add it to I, the I got one thing at a time Joe right now. McKillop, Please let me just can get you work on this for Joe McKillop, when you listen to this, I love you. Could we sponsor MMA and Beyond? Wow. But uh, let's wait till after my fight Where because can I can't really you, think Manimal? of anything else. Uh, at John the Manimal Benaducci on Instagram. Uh, I'll live stream my weight cut. Awesome. Uh, I think I should be able to to do next week if we could do it a little earlier. I don't want to. I want to be able to sleep. You know. You have to oh, the him. podcast. Yeah, just saying because it'll be fight week. I'm just thinking about it. You know, I was just thinking I, I would like. And I'll be like I'll some, be in Chicago. I'm not getting oh, back till Chicago? late. Oh, good. Yeah. So so good. So I can fucking sleep that night. All right, cool. Good. <laughs> Ray Ray Longo's Ray Longo MMA. You follow the great Ray Longo. I'm Steve Maraboli. Shendi, where can people Shendi. follow your journeys? You you can learn more about Shendi. You could watch her some of her training videos from around the world. She puts up uh, highlights from her fights. She puts up lowlights from her fights too. Shendi is is a pretty uh, uh, it's a pretty great uh, Instagram feed to follow. Where can they follow you, Shendi? At Shendi underscore MMA. Shendi underscore MMA. Support right. Shendi. Cheer her on. And Shendi, will you accept our apologies for tonight? Of Mine course. and Steve's. Thank you very much. I feel better about that. <laughs> On behalf of me and Steve, we really, the I mean, sincerely gym. like to, ex, you know, extend okay. our The entire staff of MMA and yeah. beyond. Even Steph. Chris, Steph. Steph. Uh, no, Steph now well, has to listen to the podcast with a bucket next to her. She, she throws cuts up. It up. I mean, you think that's fair? She, cuts it she up. has direct vision to his feet. <laughs> uh, yeah. my, you see my broken toe over here? This thing is disgusting. F- f- folks, please oh, okay. give Thank us you. a five-star rating uh, so that other people can find our podcast. We really appreciate it. All the ones who have already done it. I don't think you have to leave a comment, but if you do, you could throw a thumbs up or whatever. Um, that works for us also. MMAandBeyond.com for feedback or any of our Twitter or Instagram handles. Folks, this is MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>